While we were marching through Georgia, everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The Alaman left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right to left walk on your heel and toe. Promenade that pretty gal to Georgia. It's getting to be that time of year. It's actually cooling off, and we're starting to see witches and pumpkins show up on shelves in the shops. I'm looking at a copy of the Morning News from Savannah, Georgia. This is March of 1889. It's a column of general news. They talk about some stores being robbed and some people being arrested. And then right in the middle are a few ghost stories. So these are ghost stories from Savannah. These were actually printed in the newspaper March 18th, 1889. A man named Joseph Klein once lived in the northern part of Franklin County, who had the misfortune to be ridden by witches almost every night. They would whisk him out of the house, change him to a large black horse, put a saddle on his back, and ride him many miles to attend a diabolical orgy and return before dawn. One morning, he arose weary and exhausted from a long night's tramp and informed his family that the witches had given him a hard ride during the night, and that on his return through the Barton Old Fields, he struck his forefoot against a bell. Several of his neighbors repaired to the spot at once and found the bell. It had been displaced by a horse's forefoot only a few hours before. Fresh horse tracks were traced through the old field upon the very route Klein said he had traveled. The witch doctors and the necromancers, and these would be witch doctors and necromancers in Franklin County, Georgia, made many unsuccessful efforts to break the charm that bound the unfortunate man to his destiny. They shot hairballs and silver bullets at the drawing of the witch, but she was so agile that she always passed in front of the picture before the ball reached it and escaped harm. Okay, the hairball thing took a little bit of looking into. You hear a lot about that in the Midwest. Farmers would find hairballs in the stomachs of cattle, and they would attribute them to witches, and they would be used in witchcraft. There's a mention of that in Huckleberry Finn, as a matter of fact. The Journal of American Folklore actually mentions that people would roll hair from cattle or horses into small balls and use it as bullets to shoot at a picture of a witch. The hope was that wherever they hit the picture was where the witch herself would be wounded. The next article in the column is about some hunters from out of town that had a very successful bear hunt that week, and then in the next paragraph, we're back to ghosts. Here we go. Ten and a half miles north of Carnesville on the Jarrett Bridge is a spot called the Indian Ring. It is a circle of raised earth with a depression in the center, like many others in this section of the state. This ring was once the trysting place of ghosts and goblins. Horsemen were frequently arrested in their journey by a huge barrel which rolled into the road before them, and which it was impossible to pass without leaping over it. 
At other times, a fearful animal with protruding tongue, fiery eyes, a tail 30 feet long, and a voice which struck terror to the heart of man and beast would leap upon the horse behind the terrified rider and bear him company several hundred yards. A headless man a headless man mounted on a large clay bank horse was often seen in daytime riding through the woods and passing out of sight over the brow of the hill. Elmsley Wolf, in passing on foot one night, was confronted by a man of gigantic size who emitted light. He had an immense Roman nose and large glowing eyes and was dressed in a strange white robe. His limbs were loaded with chains that clinked as he strode back and forth across the ring. Mr. Wolf fled in terror to the nearest house and fell fainting at the door and was not fully restored to health for several weeks. Immediately after that, they talk about a school superintendent election. Right back to the news, folks. If you enjoy these sort of stories, please join us in downtown Clarksville for a haunted Habersham history, mystery, murder, and mayhem walking tour. We spend about an hour walking through downtown Clarksville, surrounded by stories of Habersham's history, notable events, and famous people who lived there, plus a few ghost stories. It's only $10 a person. All you need to do is show up at the theater on Washington Street in Clarksville at 7 p.m. on Friday or Saturday or 5 p.m. on Sunday. We'll do this every weekend from September 15th until October 30th. The only time we won't do them are October 20th and the 21st. That's when I'm helping out with uh, Banks County's ghost tour. It's a lot of fun and it's a really good value for $10. If you're interested, there's more information in the show notes. Everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The Alamand left for the old left hand around the ring you go. A grand old right left walk on your heel and toe. From an aid that pretty gal to Georgia. That's all.